Portions of this program are pre-recorded. This is the Joe Pag Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Hi, right, great to have you. Thanks. I hope you had a great weekend. It's the Joe Pags Show. Bringing it to you like we bring it on a Monday. Glad to have you along for the ride. Carrie Lockie's here. Polo, get it done. Sam, bam, let's make it happen. Come on. And uh, and I'll be your talk monkey for the for the next three hours. Uh, you know, today's a big birthday, Carrie. Big birthday. Is it now? He would have been 89. Are you talking about Elvis? Elvis. That's what I figured. See, here's the thing, though. When is he just going to come back? Because we know. Well, no. He faked his death in 1977. How do you know that? Just to get a bit of vacation time. Just a little respite. It's been a long vacation then, huh? It's been a while. You should. Now, I'm one of those people that believed for the longest time. And again, I've mentioned this on probably every birthday that Elvis has had that I've been on the air. Gail Brewer Giorgio. People can look this up. Her name was Gail Brewer Giorgio. I don't even know where she is now. But she wrote a book back in the 1980s and did an audio as well. It's some audio of Elvis talking about being overseas and going on tour and everything else, where she insisted that Elvis did not die. He faked his own death and that he came back for a time as a guy called Eckerly Darnell. Mm-hmm. I think Ar- Orion yeah. Eckerly Darnell. And the guy, I guess, and this is the weird thing. So I never checked out Elvis's backside. I'm just going to be honest with you. But she said something about the dimple uh, behind him, you know, on his butt or something, mm-hmm. showed her that the guy was actually Elvis and not some guy, Orion Eckerly Darnell. Okay. So, and again, let's just go down the rabbit hole for a second, because happy birthday, Elvis, 89, time to come back now. Um, she writes the book, and there really was a guy named Eckerly, or Orion Eckerly Darnell. There really was a guy. And he really did wear a mask when he sang. And I guess he sounded a lot like Elvis. Elvis. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, but the guy's face did not look like Elvis on all the publicity pictures that you see, even with the mask on. But if you could really go down the rabbit hole, the allegation was that the guy would set up a concert, Elvis would come out with the mask on, do the concert, <laughs> and then, you know what I mean? Oh, come on. Come on. Here, listen to me. Dude. I interview people that have books almost every day of the week, right? Yes, yes. Guess how many of their books I read? <laughs> Zero. Zero. Zip. <laughs> yeah. Nada. Niente. Squat. Oh. Goose egg. I don't, I don't at all read their books. Not that I don't like them. I don't have time. I took to our storage unit today two bins filled with books. Not even mm-hmm. sure why I'm keeping them, but we got them. I was going to say, why even bother? I guess some of them signed them or something or oh. some sort of a something. I don't know. Okay. But um, I just don't have the time. If I read the books, Carrie, I would literally do the radio show that read books mm-hmm. and never sleep. That's a lot of book. A lot you of book do reading. that. You got yeah. some other stuff going on. Sure. So um, I read this book and even bought it. I had no money when this book came out. I read this book. It was just called Orion. And uh, along with it, you get an audio tape. Now, I don't have either of these anymore, but the audio tape is Elvis Presley talking about how the one regret he had was that he never traveled outside the United States. Now, you and I both know he was in the Army. He was he in was. Germany. Yes, yes. But he never Very considered that. Yeah. Never considered that travel because that was part of his service. He wasn't there performing concerts. Okay. Now, the one thing that you get from the Elvis movie that came out last year or whatever is that the colonel, because he was an illegal immigrant, illegal alien, the, the colonel was like from Sweden or something. He came here illegally. The problem was 
and this is what was pushed in the in the movie, and this is what I've heard over the years. The colonel couldn't go on the tour, did not want Elvis to go without him, because if right. the colonel left the country, he couldn't get back in. Got it. Okay? So, allegedly on this audio, Elvis talks about how he wishes that he could have toured. Now, look, the guy would have sold out everywhere, every, every arena everywhere on the planet, had he done it. But isn't it a little bit odd that he never went on a world tour? Think about that. Uh, it is, actually. I know he was in Hawaii, and certainly in Vegas, but... Um, the biggest star yeah. on the planet never played London. Hmm. Never played hmm, Tokyo. Never never, you know what I mean? Interesting. So, never played Rome. So, I mean, that's kind of crazy. So, that added to the allure. And, by the way, did I mention I didn't want Elvis to die? Yeah. I think I probably mentioned I that. think, yeah, a lot of people were in that boat. Yeah. So, for the first several years, you're thinking, okay, he's going to come back. And then Lisa Marie got married. I'm like, well, he's going to go to her writing. And he didn't. Okay, well, now he's got grandkids. He's going to show up. They didn't show up for the grandkids. <laughs> and then there was some rumor that he died in a plane crash in Bolivia in 1989. Carrie, this is how weird it is. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that's a... And, oh, by the way, that was after he was working at the Burger King in Kalamazoo. Yeah, we all knew about that, right, from the National Enquirer. He was working at the Burger King in Kalamazoo under the name John Burroughs. Of course. Now, the one thing, because there's always a snippet that makes you go, well, that, that could be true. The one thing is that he used to, when he would go to hotels, use the name John Burroughs. I don't know why. No idea where the, where the name came from, but the actual Elvis used to use that. Mm-hmm. When on tour, you couldn't say Elvis is staying here because then the, the women would knock the building down to try to get to the guy. Nuts, yeah. Right. So you wanted to believe it. But now that he would be almost 90, I'm going to go ahead and say it on my show. Please. I think the king has passed. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I'm mean? going to agree with you on that. Yeah. Don't think he's coming back. I mean, I don't know. I know it's hard. It's tough. At 89 years old, can you imagine? Yeah. Because, listen, you're old. And I'm not I'm, as old as you. Eh, but let, me, let me finish my statement. Mm-hmm. You're old, but I'm really old. Uh-huh. He died okay. at 42, Carrie. Oh, 42. That's young. That is so young. Oh, to be 42 again. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. So, I mean... Here it is all these years later. He's probably uh, as big a star as he was then, if not bigger. And, but, I mean, 42. I was like a, a, an embryo at 42. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, so much more living to do at 42. Young lady named Cheryl, who's in my chat room, is, is from Kalamazoo. She now wonders if I took the job as a news anchor in Kalamazoo to try to find Elvis there. Maybe. Mm. I'm not saying no. That was a big station. It was a big opportunity to be in Kalamazoo for that year. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, it's the anniversary of his death, and uh, I just thought I would bring it up today. We'll play some bumper songs that, that are Elvis songs. Why the, Carrie, why the hell not? Yeah, that's always some good music. Good music. It's probably, listen, maybe, maybe and I'm, not, I'm not saying this is out of, out of question. Maybe he's waiting until he's 90. Or waiting to the 100th mm-hmm. birthday to come out and say, okay, uh-huh. Then do a, like a 100th birthday concert. Yeah, I'm going to say no on either one of those. Can, can you, you tell me this? Need to give why, that up. why are we having a resurgence of Tupac sightings? Why is that going on? I didn't know we were. Paula, you've uh, seen this, right? Where everything's about Tupac all of a sudden. Did they no. find new new music? I hadn't heard about it. Are you serious? Look up Tupac. It's like people online everywhere doing videos. Tupac didn't really die, and they're showing some weird video that's supposedly him. You guys are not hip, man. No. Sam, have you seen this? Not seen that. No, but it wouldn't surprise me if they're going to do some biopic or something. Oh, is that, is that, you some... know what? They're probably doing that, aren't they? Probably. Probably some stupid biopic. Carrie, they, they got me again. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there you go. This is what they do. I'm telling you. 
don't think Tupac's coming back either. Well, I mean, I'm not here to say that he is. But for some reason, he is in the public fray again Hmm. in a major way. Now, has anybody else seen this Cat Williams video, uh, video this interview over the weekend? Has anybody why seen this interview? Why is he trending? What's going on? With, like, you, so you don't know why he's trending. I Paul, have you don't. seen it? I've seen pieces of it. I mean, it's like two hours long, I think. Yeah. Sam, have you seen it? No. Okay. So Cat Williams is a comedian. Happens to be black, and it's part of the story. He goes on with Shannon Sharp on Club Shay Shay. This is with Shannon Sharp, the former tight end in the NFL. Look, he's he's doing some pretty good work. I'm not here to say it's no good, but Club Shay Shay, really? Anyway, so he has Cat Williams on, and they're both getting loaded. They're both drinking the whole time. Mm-hmm. And in the, like, two-hour, and I didn't watch the whole thing. I watched maybe 30 minutes because it's really intriguing. He just calls everybody Cedric the Entertainer. He calls out Steve Harvey. He calls out Kevin Hart. He's just going down a list about what a piece of garbage everybody is. Oh, and he's wow. like, I got, the, I got the receipts. Calls out Martin Lawrence. He calls out, uh, um, what's his name, uh, Tyler Perry. Calls out everybody. Mm. Calls out the Kings of Comedy Tour. And, I mean, there are people coming out trying to sort of say what he said wasn't true, but they're not really saying that. They're like, well, I just hope that he gets better and he just goes on with his life. But, I mean, he's like, he's talking about the Illuminati. But if you find a minute, even if you don't know who Cat, uh, I want to say Cat Stevens, Cat Williams is, just watch some of this. Carrie, I think, I think you would find it crazy. Because the guy's like, oh, yeah? And then just drops another bomb. In one day, 30 million views. Whoa, wow. 30 million. Big. I mean, this guy came out and just doesn't care. Apparently. He's like, yep, Steve Harvey stole this joke for, or from me. Yep, Cedric the Entertainer stole that joke from me. There's like video proof of Steve Harvey doing the same joke. Hmm. The, the whole thing is just crazy. And he's like, he won't be controlled. He doesn't care this Illuminati stuff. He talks about how black men are all, like, forced to at some point show up on a movie or a TV show wearing a dress, and he wouldn't do it. I mean, the whole thing is crazy. But I'm watching it going, man, if he's not telling the truth, he's going to be sued for every dime he's ever made. Mm-hmm. And nobody's yeah, suing yeah. him. Nobody's saying much. So I, I think That's I know you pretty well. Weird. If you just you know, have a glass of wine, want a little something, something to watch. Uh-huh. Go and check that out. Oh, okay. Very, very interesting to me. Hmm. All right. Uh, now, now, I'm not going to take any calls on any of that. I just thought I'd get that out of the way. I do want to take calls on this, though. This was an interesting piece of video that Sam sent me earlier. And there's a, a young lady who's Gen Z. And Gen Z, I guess that's the newest, right, Carrie? That's the newest. I believe so, yeah. So Gen Z, and she is working a job full-time. And she, she's like on a break and sitting in her car or something. Oh, just, I know what you're, have you seen know this? Where you're going. Yeah, I've seen this one, yeah. She's just, she's just lighting up <laughs> Gen X and millennials and everybody else for calling Gen Z lazy. Yeah. Now, here is her, and I will, Sam, I'll take calls on this. Here is her perspective. She's like, I'm working eight hours a day, five days a week. I'm working 40 hours, and I cannot afford to live. I cannot afford to buy stuff. I can't afford my bills. And you're calling us lazy? Well, you people ruined the economy and made it this way for us. Because back in the day, you could work a a job like I'm working and afford everything. Hmm. And I'm watching her. Hmm. And I'm thinking to myself, I get where she's coming from. But holy crap, is she completely dead wrong. Because when we were coming up, look, I started where I'm Gen X. So are you, I think. Yeah, Yeah. we're both Gen X. So... I started working at 12 at, at a fish farm, sucking dirt out of fish tanks, okay? Um, making a dollar a day or some crap. 
And then when I was 14 or 15, I actually got on the books at a, at a deli or something. I'm working there. And then when it was time to move out at 17, and trust me, it was, believe me, it was time to move out when I was 17. I had to figure out how to live. So I didn't think to myself, let me go work eight hours a day, five days a week somewhere, because that'll help me live. What I said was, oh, it costs that much to live? Let me make that much money and then some so I can buy some gum and a hamburger, too. I did not think to myself, I should be able to work nine to five, Monday through Friday, and then spend like crazy on the weekends and make plenty of money. It's not what we did. What we did was we said, what do I want out of life? I'd like to eat a couple of times a day. I'd like to have a place to stay, a roof over my head, and maybe some new sneakers every year or two. And then maybe, just maybe, if I wanted a slice of pizza, I'd have a little extra change in my pocket after paying my bills. Yeah, because I did not think to myself, right, nobody thought to themselves, I'm going to let you speak in a second. Nobody thought to themselves, I'm doing this, therefore it should pay for everything that I want. Nobody thought that. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, because we weren't entitled. I don't know why, and I'm and I'm raising two. Um, I'm trying. I don't know why some of these kids or young adults are so entitled. Why they think, you know what? I've been to college. I don't. I don't want the student loans, but I have gone to college, and I deserve a six-figure uh, paycheck as soon as I graduate. Don't really want to work all those hours. You know, three to four days a week. I like to do it online or do it at right. home. I could be an influencer, but are, they don't want to put in the work. And by the way... Where does that come from? Well, well, and it's a good question. She wasn't born thinking that. Somebody, no. and I'm thinking probably the influencers, made her think, you don't have to work that hard. Mm-hmm. You go wear all the nicest stuff, you wear all the nicest, newest makeup, buy all the nicest, new, newest Gucci, and you don't have to work. And if you do end up working, it's unfair to you. Now, so, is this the same young woman who says she's making six figures and she still can't make it? No. Okay, this is somebody different then. No, okay. no, she, she's working. Yeah. I th- she looks like what she might be wearing, like a Walmart outfit or something. Okay, okay. So she's working at Walmart. So, um, which I think minimum wage is now $15 an hour at Walmart, I think. But either way, I don't blame her if her parents raised her that way. Mm-hmm. That's her parents' fault. They shouldn't have. I do blame her if she's been influenced by online, like you said, where you've got a bunch of people who act like they're doing nothing and they're making a ton of money. Correct. Well, those yeah. people are surrounded by groups of people that push their stuff and they, they some of these videos they plan for, for two months out. I mean, Mr. Beast, who's the biggest guy on YouTube, period, end of story, making millions a month. This guy, he says he, he might take two months to plan the video. So, I mean, th- there's real work and a whole team going into that, but it looks easy when you watch the 30 seconds online. Mm-hmm. So, simple question to those watching and listening. Is she right that she should be able to make ends meet and get by on eight hours a day, five days a week, period, end of story? It should cover everything she's got to pay for. Or is she wrong and should go back and do what we did, working three, four, five jobs just to make ends meet and have a couple of bucks left over? 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247. JoePags.com, stay here. You're listening to Joe Pags. Well, it's a one for the money, two for the show, three to get ready now, go, cat, go. But don't you step on my blue suede shoes 
Oh, yeah, it's the king. Well, you can do anything. You know what I'm saying, Carrie? Oh, yeah. 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247. JoePags.com. Got to remind you about, uh, you know, worrying about those upcoming credit card bills. You might have spent like crazy over the holidays. There's no better time than now to wipe out that debt. Set yourself free for a uh, strong 2024. Interest rates have fallen. My friends at American Finance can help you access that equity in your home. At interest rates in the fives, you heard me right, the interest rates in the fives, it's much lower rate than the average 25% credit card rate, that's for sure. Think about how much money you can save every single month. American Financing saving their customers an average of $854 a month. That's like an $8,000 raise to start the new year. They're closing in as fast as 10 days, even delaying two mortgage payments for some. Call 888-976-5555. That's 888-976-5555. Or visit AmericanFinancing.net right now. Find out if they can help you out. NMLS 1822. 334-NMLSConsumerAccess.org, APR rates in the fives, start at 7.081%. Call 888-976-5555 for details about credit costs and terms. This is something I want you to look into right now. Call the number. All right, Sam, I didn't bring you in on this, and I should, because you're in that generation. What, what did you, when you saw that video today, what did you think? That she's screening calls. See that, Carrie? I got Sam screening the calls, so it's she working. can't talk about it. Yeah. She, you know, because she's out there working it. Yeah. She ain't playing. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? No. 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247-JOEPAGS.com. I'm seeing a billion phone calls come in, but I can't take any a of them. Billion. But I will take this one. AJ. Big time Motown, Joe Pags. Talk to me, hey, AJ. Uh, if Elvis alive, that means Joe Biden don't need no help walking off the stage. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> He's talking to ghosts up there, isn't he? I'm telling you, and then his old lady taking him and guiding him off the stage. And, boy, he looks bad walking back, you know. But then you got this Austin guy in the hospital. Nobody knows he's in there. Uh, yeah, we're, we're going to get into that. For, for those who don't know, Lloyd Austin, the Department of Defense Secretary, is in the hospital. He didn't tell anybody, allegedly. Nobody knows why he's in there, but it's all good. Don't worry about it. Yeah, but uh, who, who watched the ship? That, uh, uh, that's what I like to know. And who gave the order to strike? That, that's another thing I like to know. If he was in the hospital, but it's then not he came him. back and said, did it before he went in there. Right. Really? Oh, my God, Motown. This is unbelievable. But right. our kids, Motown, since Obama walked in our White House, the kids got dumbed down. Is, is that what Everything did it? Well, AJ, let me stop down. you. Is that what did it? Did Obama say, hey, you shouldn't have to work this hard? Because I don't know what happened. Suddenly this generation thinks that they're owed something, like Harry was saying. They do, Motown. They, I mean, look what Obama did. They, uh, shucks, man. The man just made it where it's the other guy's fault. That's you in the position. You ain't got to work hard. It's his fault because you suffering and scuffling and going on the way that, you know, to make your money. Right. And so, therefore, Democrats, they telling them as we speak now. Look at them. They all, oh, we're going to give you this. We're going to give you that. they always giving them something. You go and tell your kids, I tell all mine. Get your butt out there and go to work yes. and get some, and be somebody, as yes. Steve Martin said in the jerk. Be somebody. Yes. And so, therefore, Motown, that's the problem we got with the children of the day. But, man, get ready. We got a cluster coming, and I can't wait the next week and when uh, they get ready to 
do that uh, Iowa thing. Yeah, the caucus is on the way. Do. Let's see what happens. It's going to be very interesting. AJ, I love you. i got to got to run here. Love you, man. You're, 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 you're the best. Uh, AJ from Houston calls in all the time. Follow him, AJ from Houston, over on, uh, on X. A lot of people on the phone lines to talk about Generation Z, Generation X, Millennials. We're to get to you when we come back. Stay right there. This is the Joe Pegg Show.